but yeah. So now the truth behind that fire, not really sure. Um, yeah. And I don't know if she actually made it out alive or not. The fuck? Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone really knows. But that was one of the things where they, you know, like she was still like haunting the grounds. Like Jesus. she would come from her oh, house okay. and go to work every morning. And yeah. Oh. Yeah. That sounds like an uncomfortable eternity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, just going to work every day. I mean, that's kind of what we do during life. Bruh. Don't really want to do that in the afterlife. Nah, I'm good. Right. I would love to haunt a quick trip though. <laughs> that's for damn sure. <laughs> okay, bud. <laughs> so, in case you didn't know, this is casual casualties where we talk about casualties casually. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, this person sitting next to me is not Becca. Not Becca. Not, not Becca. Becca. Uh, we will go ahead and call not Becca Holly today. <laughs> you can call me not Becca. That's fine. I'll be not Becca. Let's syllables. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Holly. Um, Holly also works for the Colts. Yes. That's yes. what we call, you know. Work. Yeah. It is a cult. <laughs> we call the cult. So, so Becca works at the office, and I work customer side, and Holly, Holly is the poor, miserable person who gets to teach people how to work customer side. Yes. How to be in the cult. How to be in the cult. They drink all the cool She's the initial brainwasher. Don't blame me, guys. Blame her. Fact. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Our company likes to call it like a built-in best friend, but in reality, they are certified brainwashers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Basically. Basically. But they pay us well, so you know. That. Yeah, no, it's a cult, but it's a well-paid. Well-paid cult. Benefits, four hundred one k. The Kool Aid is free, but yes. you have to bring your own cup. Yeah. Or it's twenty-seven cents. <laughs> <laughs> Think they'll figure it out. They probably already know. They probably already know. <laughs> Not very many cults in the world that pay a lot of money. Well, I think Dutch Bros pays pretty decently. Dutch Bros pays well. They're a pretty decent company. They're very nice people. Um, Sometimes. I want to say Chick-fil-A is a cult, but the religious people will come for me. It's definitely a cult. Yes, definitely but it's a, a Christian cult, cult so. I mean, I mean. Nah, that's an opinion here or there. Guess, <laughs> here or there. So, um, uh, but they don't clean their tears. <laughs> Facts. Facts. No, no. <laughs> that that was the cat. It is no longer around us. It's good. Cat uh, Bree saved us. I saved us from the, <laughs> the scary cat. cat. Our <laughs> audio may sound a little different today. Uh, we are at my house, and therefore we don't actually have a pod area set up. So yeah. we're sitting in a pillow fort in my living room. Definitely. And Otto is here with us. Say hi, Otto. Say hi. He's sleeping. Otto is very nonverbal. Yes, yes. He's a good apartment dog. <laughs> Alrighty, so what are you going to tell us about today? So I have a few stories okay. um, from a place back where I'm from, which is Ohio. Um, She's also from Ohio. Oh, wait. Just like, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> um, and there's this place. It's in Louisville, Ohio. Um, it's called Molly Stark. Um, it is now a state park, um, slightly awkward given the history behind it. Um, it originally started out as a tuberculosis hospital. Yes. Um, and um, back in the 1920s, late 1920s. Um, but yeah, and then there was, I believe, 
they did tuberculosis. I think they handled um, challenged children. I have a few like pages of notes on just the basic history of it, okay. but you definitely are going to have some really fun, like, hands-on experiences and some, like, first-hand stories to tell us, which I'm super excited <laughs> to hear. So do you want to tell your stories or should I tell my background first? Um, let's go with the background first. I think it's a good a, idea to get it set up. A yeah. little background so they make my stories a little bit more believable. <laughs> a little uh, more believable. <laughs> you got to be a believer for this one, guys. Yeah, so this is not, well, I mean, I'm sure plenty of casualties happened, but this is a little bit more on the casual side of things. Today we are going to be talking more about ghosties than we are about murderers. That is undetermined if there were murderers involved or not. Rumor here, rumor there. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> All right, so to kick it off, uh, very little foreplay, Jesus. Sorry. Becca's good at foreplay. (laughs) I am not Becca, therefore I am not good at foreplay. Simple facts, guys. (laughs) You heard it first here. There you go. Don't tell my girlfriend. (laughs) All righty, so again, Molly Stark was originally opened August 23rd of 1929. It was a $600,000 project. And its main intention was to be a tuberculosis sanatorium, which way back in that day was a big need for it. Tuberculosis was a big problem. It had 150 hospital beds to begin with and like a bunch of large bay windows. It was a very like old school French style building with lots of pretty arches and lots of, what is it called? Lots of like big balconies. It was really intended to have that open, fresh air and lots of sunshine, which was originally believed to be what cured tuberculosis. It had four different levels, and on these four-story levels, there was a building for troubled children section, there was nurses' homes, the superintendent building. The second floor housed a large assembly room that featured a library as well as a game room. And the best part, it has... 1,200 square feet of underground tunnels that connected all of the separate buildings because it was in Ohio, which means it fucking snowed. Yes. All the time. All the time. Ew. Ew. And so when there was times in which they needed to transport patients or when staff had to go back and forth, when they had to wheel the dead bodies out, and the weather was unfavorable, these tunnels made it a lot easier for everybody to move around. So, with that whole sunshine belief, the top floor was reserved for people with the worst cases. And as they got better, they would move them down level by level by level until they got all the way down to the lowest floor level where they were kind of allowed to roam free as if they were, like, chilling in a fucking hotel or something. I don't know. Yeah, basically. A little bit of TB in their system. A little bit. You know, healthy levels. That's all. By 1948, the hospital was so busy and successful that they were granted another $750,000 in order to expand. That's three quarters of a million, if that sounds a little bit better. Probably. (laughs) I suck at numbers. Um, And so with this expansion, they added two additional wings, which took the capacity from 128 to about 230, as well as expanding the laundry and the kitchens. Kind of glad that they thought about expanding the laundry in the kitchens because, like, anyone who's ever worked a corporate job, corporate's just going to give you extra shit and be like, no, 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 you can complete it in the same amount of time. That's fine. Yeah, basically. No, 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 we can still pay you the same. We're making more money, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah, basically. 
So they actually gave a shit about their staff and gave them enough staff, like enough space to do what they needed to do, which is kind of cool. Right, right. Go Molly Stark. <laughs> so with this, it seems like everything's on the up and up, yeah? Except for the 50s hit and advances in antibiotics made the treatment for tuberculosis a lot easier and rapid, which means there was nowhere near as many patients as they needed to actually fill this facility. That was a three-quarter of a million ways. <laughs> By 56, their name was changed from Molly Stark Sanatorium to Molly Stark Hospital, and they began to welcome in patients that had a wider variety of ailments. And then um, in the 70s, a, a big chunk of the facility was turned into a nursing home. But even with all of these different adaptations, it still kind of fell into disrepair and a lot of a lot of employees were laid off. A lot of people left. There wasn't the capacity that they wanted for this, like, expanse of a building. And eventually it ended up closing in 95. They took another look at this grounds in 2003. The county had a contractor go look at the buildings to kind of determine how much it would cost to refurbish the space. Because they were interested in turning it into a assisted living facility. But when the contractor came back with a $10 million renovation estimation, the county promptly said, fuck that shit, and immediately began to contemplate demolition. But demolition never really happened. I guess they're just like, never mind, fam, peace out, and just left it there. Um, there is a footnote in a lot of the research I did that mentions a suspicious fire back in 2008. By 2009, the Parks Department decided that something has to be done, so they offered to buy it for a dollar. And they opened bids and left it open for, I think, like a 48-hour period. Nobody else bid. And so the Parks Department ended up buying it, and they turned the grounds into a state park. It That's not creepy or anything. So they, the buildings were like a no-go zone, but then like all of the fields and like the walking area, probably the places where they buried the bodies, like I don't fucking know. I don't know how they disposed of their bodies. There's, I tried finding it. I couldn't. I, from what I heard, they had like their own like cre crematorium, I guess, where they could, especially if they had tuberculosis, like they didn't want to take them out of the hospital. Yeah, but and like, they what just do they do with the ashes? Incinerated it. I, there's a lot of land out there. Louisville is like country. Okay. Country. Um, I mean, country for Ohio. For Ohio. Um, yeah. But they... Uh, only kind of yee-yee? Yeah. <laughs> only little yee. Just a little yee. One yee. No One yee, no yee-yee? No yee-yee. No yee-yee. Yee-yee. <laughs> 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 uh, and so, I don't know. I mean, of course, most things I've heard are, are rumors around the town. You know, it was a big hangout spot, party spot, parking spot, wink, wink. <laughs> um, despite the creepiness behind it. Wow, so romantic. I know, right? Take me now. Put a ring on this finger. Um, absolutely not. That's just that's just weird to me. Um, I personally, many a times, went there in high school. Um, I graduated in 2009. Um, I don't remember really hearing anything about a fire at the building, minus some stupid kid I went to high school that set a fire but not, like, burning it down. Like it, a bonfire? I don't know if it was, like, a bonfire. They were just, like, lighting shit on fire because, you know, 17-year-old boys will be 17-year-old boys and light shit on fire. Um, okay. And so I'm not really sure what that was, but then I do also remember that one of the nurses 
lived like off property, but you were still able to like you could get to her house if like you walked through the park. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was back in like the eighties, and her house suspiciously suspiciously caught on fire after an altercation with one of the um, patients. I almost said inmates. Basic. <laughs> if you look at the building, basically an inmate. Um, that something had happened at work the next day, and then there was rumors going that when she passed, I'm not sure if she died in the fire or not, but I think so, um, that people had seen her walking through the fields going to work every morning. Um, yeah, I know. It's, it, it is creepy mm. to think. And that was one thing I had never seen. Um, like, when you're out in the park, like, I mean, it is beautiful out there. You know, there's, there's trees everywhere. Like, the grass is perfectly cut nice and green like they take the care state of it. park part of it has four separate garden areas mm-hmm. as well as multiple very well trimmed pathways and like benches like it seems to be very well kept but it's sitting in the shadow of a giant like abandoned Literally. structure that's just yep like you go into the you. park and go oh, this is so nice and you kind of go up a little bit and you go left and you go what is that just godly like, looking building like what is that, that? <laughs> and uh you know because like back in high school back in the you know late 2000s like there was no fence around it mm-hmm. you could get in if you could get in um you know there was like the two separate buildings you had the big main hospital building mm-hmm. you know the four stories huge huge i mean in the windows like she was talking about earlier so i'm five foot tall and i could stand in the window seal and jump and like not like they're huge windows like you wouldn't be able to touch it yeah no like my i could jump up and my head wouldn't touch it that's i can't jump very high but if i jump like i could at least touch back something. in the day back when your knees weren't i mean yeah <laughs> back when i wasn't 30 um but i mean yeah so it the, those windows were huge you know and as i said the tuberculosis like oh sunshine will make them so the bigger the windows the better they were yeah of course um you know and like there's some rumors, and even I couldn't find anything online about it, um, just about mistreatment of patients. Um, you I know. feel like when it comes to anything with the name sanatorium in it, there's always going to be those mistreatment stories. It's also important to note the time era of all of this, because this is back when there really wasn't a lot of like doctor, patient, like bedside manner like treatment that you were expected to give if that makes any sense like this kind of stuff wasn't it wasn't regulated yet like doctors were still allowed to smoke at the side of your bedside table while they're working on you yeah and telling you how bad cancer is (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i mean in like you know they didn't they were allowed to try things without getting like permission you know you're in a you're in a sanitarium like you're yeah you know you're gonna try these things and these things you know then the the small children they had in there like you know now we know how to you know handle and you know deal with you know autism certain yeah. things like that before they well, just and even now we're still kind of i mean yeah we still don't really know what we're doing but but at least it's somewhat better yeah not locking them up and thinking that they can be fixed with those kind of things i mean up into the 80s they considered homosexuality a mental disorder yeah and they would true. lock people up for it trying to fix them shock know? therapy yeah uh lobotomy like everything they would try it you know it's try so it. scary i remember reading about to get rid of the gay they would put them in ice baths until they basically almost went hypothermic and then warm them back up and that would make them gay make them make, gay them, or not make gay. them straight yeah yeah like that was something that they used to do i'm like that doesn't that doesn't make sense 
you know, like, it, it makes no sense, but if you torture someone enough, they'll say anything just to get away from the torture. Yeah. They'll live any type of life they have to, you know? Yeah. But so I know, like, dealing with those children, like, who knows how they dealt with them, you know, if there was abuse or there if was they were locked in rooms. I was able to find a story or two from the nurses, and one of the nurse was a children's nurse, and she made a big point to comment on how the children were always so happy and how the children were, you know, always the best part of working there because they were, like, they were always so joyful and so kind and this and that. And so, okay. Mm, I mean, that's a positive side, I guess. Mm, Let's see if that's really true or not. (laughs) Well, yeah. Again, like, old school, (laughs) the yield doctors had no idea what the fuck they were doing. And therefore, yield patients were fucked. (laughs) All of them. All of them were fucked. But yeah, so I mean, okay, back to the Molly Shark. Anyways. Um, <laughs> anywho. Um, we're allowed to tangent. That's part of the casual aspect of the stuff. casualties. Mm-hmm. Casually. I'm just going to casually, casually. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, back before it was, like, the nice, nice park that it is now. Like, it was. it's always been a park since I've gone there. Um, but now, like, they have the fence up. It's more separated. Yeah. They have stuff in between it, so you kind of don't really see it. Um, but I mean, I remember the first time, like, just going in there, I mean, you get close to the building and, like, you, you feel chills. It's, you know, 85 degrees outside, 80% humidity, and you're, like, shivering because you're cold. Um, you know, and I mean, like, any energy that has come off that building in no way has been positive. It's all been very, very negative, like, bad things have happened here. People have, people have died here. Oh, yeah, definitely. And people have died in pain here. You know, and it's something you can definitely feel. Um, there was, she told, Brie told you about, like, all the tunnels underneath. Um, there was a secondary building, which I guess was, like, their office. Yes. I don't know if maybe that was, like, the superintendent building, maybe. I think that might have been either the superintendent building or, like, the nurse's quarters, potentially. Yeah, yeah. And that was where the little underground, mm-hmm. almost called a railroad, <laughs> the underground tunnel um, went from the main hospital into that office building. So what's the okay. easiest way to break into a building? Go underground where no one can see you. Yeah, definitely. I mean... That way and, the cops can't stop you. Right, exactly. And so the the office building was easy to get into. I yeah. mean, you just kind of shimmied and jimmied and pulled open the door. You know, they'd place boards over it. You pop the boards off and you go right back into the door. Okay. Um, and then you would go using the tunnels using to the get tunnel. through. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I never fully went through the tunnels. Um, Scaredy cat. Massive amounts of asbestos. Okay, that's fair. Um, and no masks. That's that's also um, fair. So you know, and they say, <laughs> "What were you doing right before we started filming?" <laughs> you were coughing. I was coughing. <gasps> I was coughing. <laughs> it's coming back to me. They say, I think it's like if you're exposed to asbestos for like more than three minutes, like you're most likely to have some sort of damage. That's something like scary. that. Yeah. Um, but I mean the the tunnel itself, like obviously it's dark, mm-hmm. it's creepy, like um, you know it's not a very big tunnel, mm-hmm. it's a very long tunnel, but it's just your normal, you know, under so like about the size of a hallway. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, but not even as tall, you know, um, very small, um, but very very creepy, dark and murky and covered in asbestos. But yes, yeah, so, I mean, you just like you. The closer you get to the building, the the more you can feel, um, you know. And I've heard, you know, all of my friends have said, you know, they've seen this and they've seen this, and 
you know, no matter how much of a believer you are, you never really believe it until you see it. Oh, absolutely. And there's been, I was actually, I have this uh, page on Facebook that I follow. It's uh, Strange and Hidden Things in Ohio. Okay. And this is actually what reminded me of Molly's dark when i said it to you yeah was someone had taken a picture of the building and it was at the very very top of the building um and most of the windows are boarded up yeah but like there's still some that aren't fully boarded and you can almost like kind of see into it and there's this figure in the picture i mean you can see it no and it's supposedly the doctor that was doing not good things there experimenting um And this, I believe it would be, if I remember correctly, the doctor from like the 50s when they were trying to like get people in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were taking anybody with anything. Oh, you think you're sick? Like, cool, come in here. You know, we'll, we'll take you, we'll fix you, we'll make you better. And It'll only be a small fee. Right. Only a small fee, $12,000 later. Um, and so like this same figure is a figure that multiple of my friends have said they've seen in the same exact window. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, it is just, like, crazy to see. And I myself have seen it with someone next to me. And, like, we saw it together. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's just this older-looking guy, very thin. He has that, like, you know, like, you see old-school doctors, and they have that black hat on. And all doctors used to wear that black hat. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, yeah. Black hat. You know, just like your think of your most cliche looking old doctor, and that's what he looked like. Weird. And if you ask all these people, um, you know, that I used to know back in high school, like they'll say they'll give you the same exact description from the same exact window. Um, and it's, I mean, it's really, it's really just like creepy to to think about it. I guess. Yeah. Um, because there's there's not much history on what actually happened in there. You know, like were. Well, and I tried my darndest, and I couldn't find any. Like, there was, like, one or two, like, secondhand stories. Like, there was this one about a mom who had her daughter in there. And whenever she was in there, she could never get a hold of any of the the doctors. It was only ever nurses. And the doctors were never there. And so that was always, like, a red flag to her. Yeah. There was one day when she found out that her daughter had cut somebody else's hair with scissors. And so they put the daughter in isolation. She was only, like, eight for, like, two or three days. Wow. I mean, yeah, though, I mean, I just feel like Ohio is a pretty secretive place, and they don't give out very much information. Ohioans, like, people from Ohio are secretive people. Just in general. I mean, if you go to Ravenna, Ohio, Mm -hmm. um, they still have a bunker that they built back in the Cold War. Um, It's legit. Like, I I haven't been in it, but, like, I've I've seen it. I know it's there. Um, They built it back in the Cold War to hide, like, missiles and ammunition. Because it's so cloudy in Ohio that it was hard to get, like, a satellite to, like, see things. Huh. So, you know, the Russian, the Soviets, not the Russians, the Soviets, um, they couldn't see our stuff, so we kept it in Ohio. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, little things like that, like, they, they keep pretty pretty secretive, you know? I believe it. And so you just, you never really So you're telling know? me is if there's really an Area 51, it's not in... It's, it's probably not, in Ohio. It's in Ohio. It's in Ohio. <laughs> it's in Ohio. There's probably been, you know. So Area 52 is where they're really keeping the good <laughs> shit, and it's definitely in Ohio, guys. Area 69. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, just little seeing the figures in the windows, and, I mean, 
man, like just sitting here thinking about like my very first experience there, I've had goosebumps since we started talking about this. Like, and I so could, like, was your first experience this doctor vision or? First time I went up there was the first thing I saw. Fucking doctor in the window, yeah. and you're like, peace out. Yep. Okay, so like, how did anyone actually get your ass there? Were they just like? hey, check it out, I have this abandoned hospital that I want to take you to in the middle of the night. And you're like, seems legit. So it was more like a smoke spot for us. Oh, um, yeah, hooligan. Um, or, you know, certain activities that Damn, you cannot do. Son. Yeah, and not like, not like sexual activities. Oh, okay. I, was like, I mean, like, like, drugs and stuff. Oh, like drinking. Okay. Yeah, drugs. <laughs> and drugs. And drugs. And drugs. And lots of drugs. <laughs> I was kind of crazy in high school, guys. I'm good now. Um, I don't believe her, but, like, she's not good now. She's not doing drugs, but she's also not good now. <laughs> also fact. Um, but, I mean, like, my first experience that of seeing that, and that's not something that's really going to, like, push me away from. Yeah, you know? you're just like, like oh, that's creepy. Yeah, you know, I mean, spirits exist in our world, the good and the bad, and you have to have both to have that balance. Definitely. You know, Luckily for the bad spirits, they're typically attached to a place. And so as long as you can avoid that place and not allow it to get attached to you, then you're fine. The good ones are the ones that kind of come with you. That's what they're meant for, you know? Yeah. And, but yeah, and then, of course, I will lie, I was kind of, you know, a little bit of a bitch. And, like, I didn't want to do, like, no breaking and entering. But I would definitely follow behind someone that popped open a door. Um, You're like, I'm not going to do it, but I'll follow you. That's cool. Yep. And so the first time that we actually went into the buildings – um went into the the little separate office building off to the side get in there and i mean it was just like trash you know, spray paint everywhere oh, yeah. beer cans we did not litter we always cleaned up after ourselves girl scouts on on that we did not leave shit behind pack it in pack it out exactly um we may have partied illegally but that's besides the point um and never got arrested there despite the what 30 some people that have been arrested there which is why now there's fences around the building 30 you're you're nice there's <laughs> that whole... year okay okay that that's, year that's more that many people had gotten arrested in such a short period of time that's why they put the fence up i, I think they were that. just sick and tired of arresting people for something stupid like breaking and entering yeah so uh originally they had to put the fence up because when that contractor went in to go look at it not only did he give that that total of how much it would cost to fix it all, but it was very rickety, very dangerous, and there was a lot of issues with it. Um, and so that's part of the reason why they were like, no, we just don't want any humans in there anymore, which is why they locked it up, obviously, yeah. Yeah. and why they became it became such an issue patrolling it and making sure there's nobody in there. But when people persisted, they put up the fence. And then people continued to persist. And so they had to go through and have landscapers tear out trees so that people would stop climbing them to get over the fences and stop climbing them to get up into the second stories. There was many a trees that you could just straight up climb up and just like stick your foot like into it, kick a board in like you're inside the building. <laughs> like I feel like they were like placed there specifically. To climb in and out of, yeah. I mean – if that's what it looks like, you know? I mean, like, they're just so, like, they were so specifically placed. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, of course, I mean, when you have a hospital with patients that are sick, like, you want beauty around you. Naturally, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, well, trees are good for fresh air, which is good for tuberculosis. Definitely. So. Sunshine well, cures everything. I mean, probably. probably. Except for a sunburn. Except for sunburn. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. It is 2021, guys, okay? <laughs> Things no, change. Stop. Just no. No, no, just, okay. No. Okay, we're not gonna go. We there. are not 
Next week, guys. Next week, we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, but, I mean, yeah. And so, like, the first time I actually went into the building, um, I mean, even the office building. And it's just, I mean, broken down buildings are creepy. Yeah. But the office building, like, you don't quite get that who chill vibe you know okay. you're just like oh this is kind of creepy like i, I could probably get murdered in here if somebody's hiding in here okay and then so murder vibes but not ghosty vibes right gotcha. and then like you get to the tunnel and you head down into the tunnel and as soon as there's no more light coming from that building which isn't very much to begin with no more light it's just instant like you feel Cubes. like there's something on your shoulders all I can, like, picture in, like, the corner of my brain is the sound of a squeaky wheel. Like a gurney. Like a gurney like a, yes, yes, yes. Carrying a dead body. Like, that's, that's all my brain is seeing as you're describing these tunnels. It's there was just old gurneys down wheel. in there. Flipped over. And I mean, like, old, old gurneys. Like, I not comfortable at all. Like, they just, you could tell like how a, old they Like a they metal. Were. Just straight metal, metal looking bed thing i'm sure there was like a mattress of some sort on top yeah, of it there used to be like a little like yeah hay mat <laughs> right but like these were not things that living people were transported on and my dumbass touched it um and just mm. like i mean mm. yeah, yeah. You, you uh, we'll, you we'll discuss that later you don't, you don't touch things when you're when you're feeling the kind of things that you feel going into this building you know like even the people that maybe died of like you know not torture or something like in a you know maybe tuberculosis or something like that like you can feel all the deaths, all the pain. Like, you can almost, like, see it. There was one thing I never actually experienced any type of, like, visuals in the tunnels. And, of course, I mean, like, we had, like, lights on when we were down there. And I was only I was only down there for maybe, like, 90 seconds max. <laughs> um, I wasn't getting asbestos poisoning or whatever it's called. Like, yeah, I feel that. You know? But, I mean, you could feel a hand on your shoulder like all the way through like it was just like lined with people trapped in here i do not like that imagery <laughs> yeah right and so me being the smart person i was I turned back around and we left and then apparently and i didn't find this out for probably another like year and a half or two years an old friend of mine names will be you know not not given. You want to give a uh, fake name so it's easy to refer to them? Um, Ducky. Let's go with August. August, okay. August. So August. Um, If she listens, she'll know who it is. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> um, so August was one of my friends. We've been friends since high school. Um, we ended up living together a few years later after this. Well, shortly after that time that we had went there, she went back with some other friends, and they went through the tunnel into the building um and so i was like oh you know that's cool they had like taken masks with them and everything okay and, um they said they had found some really cool stuff and that they like, brought it back with them I was no. like, oh yeah that's really cool that's really cool no not knowing i'm thinking like oh like they grabbed like a a, a hat that was laid on the ground i mean first off you shouldn't take anything to begin with but like who knew what they had taken from there you know and a few years after that uh august and i got a place together we moved in and we had been in this place for maybe like a week, maybe two weeks. And when we first went in there, like I'm, I'm a big like, you know, if, if my energy feels weird in a place, like I'm not going to live there. Like I'm not going to go there. And if I like, go over no. to a friend's house and I don't feel right, they're not going to be my friend anymore. Like I know that sounds weird, but 
energy is a real it's a it transfers you, you know? got a vibe bro you got a vibe you got a, got you a, got a vibe like we vibe yeah we vibe we, we vibe. vibe. Because I kick all the ghosties out of my house. My little brother is shitty. He likes to bring home ghosties. <laughs> Aaron. Aaron, I'm fucking talking to you. Stop bringing home ghosties. No more ghosties. No more ghosties. And so we've been in this place for about two weeks or so now. You know, I didn't feel anything weird when we first looked at the place. We get all of our stuff moved in, kind of start unpacking. And I was in my room one night, sleeping. Um, and I have always had pretty vivid dreams like my whole life. Um, Maybe that was before the all the drugs. Before all the oh, drugs okay. too. Before all the drugs too. <laughs> um, just very vivid dreams that are like easily to remember certain parts of it and you can put the story together. Mm-hmm. And so in this dream, I was laying on this couch with a friend of mine, Kayla. We were just like, just laying on the couch. And, <laughs> and my mom comes in and, like, she says something, da-da-da-da, and they just, like, walk back out. And then this person comes in the room, and it's a male, tall, huge, big-looking guy. Like, in my dream, like, I remember it looked like he was, like, nine, ten feet tall. Jesus. Black trench coat. I mean, dude, you are five foot, so he was probably just six foot. Just like, <laughs> oh, oh, a short joke. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Um, Anyways, I'm sorry. And so he was in this dark, long trench coat that went to the ground, touched the ground. One button right in the middle. Yes, I remember this. Honest, 100%. Girl Scouts honor here. Um, (laughs) And he had this, like, hat on. Like, not a cowboy hat. I don't know what you would call it, but, like, a longer hat. I don't know, circular, I guess. Like a bowler hat? Not like a bowler hat. It was more, it was like a mix between, like, a cowboy hat and, like, a top I know exactly what you're talking about. I I have a hat that looks like that, but I call it my witch's hat, so I don't know. It wasn't very, like, tall. No, 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 no. It's like a, it's got a cowboy top in the middle, but it's a big round brim. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know what that is. I I call it my witchy hat. Okay, so he had this witchy hat on, (laughs) um, and you couldn't see his face. So his hat was, like, tilted down. Mm -mm. And I don't remember, like, it was, like, what he was saying was, like, almost inaudible, if that's a word. I'm definitely picturing a southern drawl. Like, he couldn't, like, I didn't, it was like he was speaking a different language, like a non-existent language. And, but, like, I don't remember what was actually being said. And Kayla, the whole time, the, the girl I was laying on the couch with, just laying, um, Kale is what we called her, Kale. Kale. Uh, Kale. And he was just, like, talking and talking, and I don't remember really what happened, but the next words that came out of his mouth was, I am Lucifer. Ugh. And I woke up. That was creepy. <laughs> um, a system alert just popped up on there as soon as I said that word. It's not going to show up in my audio, though. Um, but yeah, and so as soon as I heard that name, I woke up instantly. And I'm up. And I'm up. I was wide awake. Wake up, open my eyes, that same figure. No. Nope. Trench coat. No. Hat, button in the middle is standing right by my bed. Fuck looking down that at me. shit. I, like... Goosebumps. I can't even talk about it. Dude, I have <laughs> Now, I have had, in my whole life, like, few experiences with demons, okay? Um, demons look for and prey on the weak. And in order to avoid that, you have to be very strong-minded. So, the only thing that I knew to do was I flipped over, put my back to him, and prayed harder than I ever had. 
Jesus. And, you know, I'm not a religious person, but I'm a firm believer in a higher being. Call it whatever you want to call it. Um, But whatever it was protected me that night because I, like, it went away and I fell back asleep and I remember nothing. I remember nothing. Like, no dreams after that? or No dreams after that. And then when I woke up in the morning... I had this, and I don't know if at some point in my dream he touched me, and I just don't remember it, no. but I it there was no mark, but on my right shoulder, which is the shoulder I woke up and he was facing, right, yeah. um, it felt like someone was, like, doing this. Oh, like, grabbing wow. my <laughs> Yeah, like, all day long, just grabbing my shoulder, grabbing my shoulder. That's what it felt like. Jesus. I called my mom. I was like, Mom, like, I'm freaking out. Like, you know, this is an experience I've never had before. You know, my, my mom has... I mean, one time she woke up in the middle of the night and there was a demon above her. Fuck. Like, yeah, you have to tell her tell you that story one time. Fucked <sighs> up story, yeah. My my stepdad literally had to like pull this demon off of her. Um, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I believe it would be called a uh, a succulent. No, the male version. Succubus. Yeah. Or no. So a succulent is a plant. Yes. Yes. Okay. A succubus, and then there's the male version. Of the I don't. Remember. I don't remember what it is. I was just reading it the other day. Anyway, as far as I'm aware, their gender is rather fluid. I think it it's... all depends on the gender of their victim. Yes, yes. Um, but anyways, and so like I called my mom, and we blessed the house. We ran some sage. I my my mom blessed some holy water, some holy oil for me. I put crosses over all of our doorways, um, and then it was like okay for a couple days. Didn't see him again. Um, I also slept in August's room for the whole time. Um, and then after a couple of days, I started kind of feeling weird again. You know, just like there was, I was always kind of like looking over my shoulder. Like noticing things shift in the corners of your eyes and you look over and there's just nothing and there's, there. there's no shadows, no nothing, no reason to see something. Mm, I don't like that. And like when it comes to names, for that name, Lucifer, yeah, like Satan to come into my dream there was something real wrong in that house. Oh, yeah. I was about, like, two minutes away from, you know what, nope, we're moving out, we'll find a different place. Jesus. So I was in August's room, and we were, she still had, she had a whole bunch of shit, man, she had so much stuff. We were slowly unpacking her stuff, okay, and I come across this binder that had a bunch of old stuff in it, and I pull out this list, and I'm like, there's just, like, a bunch of names on it. And I was like, hey, hey, August, like, what is this? And she was like, oh, that's what we got from Molly Stark. And I looked at it, and it was a DNR list that had names crossed off of it. Some names were not crossed off, and some names were crossed off. And I was like, do you know what this is? And she was like, yeah, it's a list of patients. I was like, this is a DNR list. You know what DNR stands for? Do not resuscitate. That means if they're dying, you don't bring them back to life. Instantly, I was like, we have to get rid of this. She's like, oh, I want to keep it. I said, we are getting rid of this. Do not know what's attached to this. We are getting this. rid of this or we are getting rid of you. Exactly. Take your pick. Yep, yep. And I like, I mean, and I, she had no, she knew about like the dream that I had and like all the other weird stuff. So I'm it. assuming August is not a superstitious and or like ghosty she's, kind of person. She's a lot more like spiritual, um, but not in the sense of, oh, there's bad things that can follow me. So, like, so, so more like boho likes yoga 
and pays attention to their chakra kind of spiritual a little bit yeah yeah I, I mean i wouldn't she wasn't very like like she never said she saw or felt anything when she went to molly start you know okay like so that i mean you can be you can be spiritual and not have a very strong third eye. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Um, but yeah, so instantly we, we took that DNR list. I, my, luckily my dumpster outside of our apartment was empty. Poured some salt on that bitch, set it on fire, and threw it in that dumpster. And, like, I didn't know what else to do, you know? Like, I was yeah. just like, all right, salt it. Fire it. You know, get rid of that. Whatever, whatever's attached to it. Instantly we walked back to the apartment. Absolutely normal. Just like the first time we had ever walked in it. That's fucked. And, like, I mean, and you could tell, like, and, and I don't know if it was just a coincidence, that dream I had, but, like, when I go back to, like, that place in my life, like, I wasn't, I didn't have any issues, you know, like, I had a good job, you know, I was I was single, oh, good times, good times, <laughs> sorry, babe, um, <laughs> you know, like, there, there was nothing weird, there was no, I was not weak. There was no reason for weakness or like this demon to try to yeah, overcome to me like yeah. that, you know. And it and it felt it, it's it's a hard to describe a feeling that isn't actually a feeling, but it felt as if he was he was trying to get into my mind and like to that. like almost like turn me towards something, you Ooh, know. I don't like and that. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm not I'm not a religious person, but I I do believe in God. I do believe in a heaven, and I do believe in a hell. Okay. That's a, it's another story right there. <laughs> um, you know, and just, like, and after that, like, I didn't go back there until 2017 when I had actually moved out of Ohio. I'm sorry. Yeah, 2017. I had moved out, and I went back a year later to visit some friends. And my friend Carla and I went, and I got there. And, like, at that point, I hadn't been there in probably – four years or so yeah um because i mean after having that i was like almost scared to yeah let, you know if there was something that left that building and it was trying to get me what's to say that there wasn't something in that building trying to get me you know like they want a strong-willed person on their side i don't like you that. know and that's that's how it made me feel you know and so we went back um we weren't doing drugs this time guys we were just hanging out and I noticed that the fence was up, which was some BS because I wanted to go in it. <laughs> and, like, you go up to this fence line. I put my fingers through the fence line, like, grabbed it. And, like, you, the, the fence was hot. And I was freezing my ass off as soon as I touched it. Like, chills sent down my body. It was, like, ice cold. Like, you could just, like, feel it. It was almost like they just trapped everything inside of here in this fence line. Like, they were already trapped to begin with. And now they're even more trapped, you know? It gave them, like, a physical barrier. Yeah. Kinda. They gave them a reason to, to anger them, you know? Yeah. And they, most, I would say most of the windows when I went back for the majority had been boarded up. Yeah. Minus the few you could tell people try to, like, throw rocks at it and stuff, you know? Um, the front door was completely boarded all the way across, like, double boarded. Like, there was no, even if you could get over the fence, there was nobody in that building anymore. Can you do me a favor really quick? What? Can you reach over my shoulder, and is there a fucking draft right next to me? Um, I feel a little bit, but I think okay. I'm only feeling it because I see the sheet moving. Is the sheet moving? Okay. Yeah. It's like, because, like, right here on my shoulder, like, I'm fucking cold. Really? Like, I'm fucking sorry. cold. And, like, I never, I'm never cold when we're recording because I'm always, like, 
bundled up in this little like box. Yeah. To try and make sure the audio I'm, like, sounds sweating. good. Like I'm fucking cold. But it is me. I don't know I'm always I mean, cold. True. So. true. Very true. Okay, but just yeah. wanted to make sure that I'm not crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's not so That's fun. debatable yeah, still, that's but debatable. in this scenario, in this <laughs> exact... Cold. I'm just cold. Just okay, cool. Just cold. But yeah, I mean, it was like, that place is... Like, for them to make it into a state park, like, I could see that they just didn't want to spend the money to tear it down. <laughs> or to, like, build it back up or something, you know? Like, that's it was crazy. just... Like, why even keep it there? And I think they had talked, like, trying to make it like a... I mean, it's a state park, but, like, a national, like, landmark. And I'm like, like, oh, no, historical landmark, sorry. A historical landmark. And I'm like, I mean, it wasn't really much of anything, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was. You have the pictures up there. I, I have a few pictures it. here. Yes. Yeah, so that's a hospital bed right yeah. there. And look at just that hallway. Look at how creepy that shit looks. Wow. So creepy looking. I love the vines. Just looking at it. You've been up there? Dude! I thought you said you'd never been up in the actual building. That looks like. That's not the building. It's like a. Oh, is this the. It's like a. uh, It's the building, but it's not inside the building. It's like a patio. Yeah. I've been inside the building, but not like inside of it. So sense. you've been like on the patios and stuff. But yeah, never yeah. Been. I, I've been on the inside look, but I've never been through all of it. That place is a death trap. Creepy or not, that place is a death trap. Oh yeah. And it should have been torn down. Simple as that. Absolutely. Yeah. There's there's no reason. I have a super cute cat on me right now, guys, and I'm just so happy right now. Sorry. That cat's an asshole. He got my cat knocked up, and now I have kittens. <laughs> He's also a fucking crackhead. He's a little bit of a crackhead. But he made cute kittens, so good for you, son. No, the cute ones are the ones that definitely take after their mama. (laughs) Yeah, Molly Stark is, I mean, quite something. There's a lot of videos on YouTube that you can find of, like, ghost hunters who, like, broke in there. Also, I don't know if it's too late. Maybe I'll cut and paste this up at the front. Do not... Do not go ghost hunting there. Do not break into there. It is going to hurt you. You are going to get hurt. Don't do it. Just don't. Just go smoke a blunt around the fence line and you'll be fine. Yeah, just like walk around the fence area, like outside of it. Go enjoy the the park. I mean, go to the park at night. That's fine. Set up some EVPs, like whatever. But don't cross that fence line because you will get hurt. And I don't care enough to like take the take the blame because like i'm not telling you to do it so just don't so this is molly stark okay uh, that someone like took yeah and that's the that is the office this building. is the office building yeah and then it connects yeah underground it's i believe it's so this is the office building and then there's a tunnel that goes into the main building but i believe if i remember correctly the tunnel like i think it does it go like off. this because it's like it goes towards like the the laundry area. Okay. Yeah, like it was more like a taken away so like the patients didn't see type of thing. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been through all of this. I don't even really know what where it's it all goes. In there, yeah. I almost have like regret it now. I don't. You probably would have gotten hurt. I mean, yeah, most definitely. I get hurt anyways, just like walking around. Yeah. But I don't need that negativity in my life. 
I'm trying to find it. So, since I already have you here, and since you've already decided it's not enough for an actual episode. You want to talk about Helltown? Yes, I want to talk about Helltown. Okay, so we don't have a lot of history on this. Um, There's a lot of hearsay when it comes to Helltown. Yes, and I know in many of in many of states, because like I know when I lived in California, the area I was in, there was a place that they called Helltown as well. Um, but this place in Ohio, it's can't remember the town, but I, it's Blossom Music Center. It's in like that same area. And you basically got to drive out into the middle of nowhere. Like, you know how you drive down those roads and you go, hmm, someone's going to jump out and murder me right now. It's one of those roads. Yeah. Um, you hit like dirt roads. And um, of the history that I know, and I do not base this on any actual like sources or factual history. Oh, um, you're saying from your town when you were a kid? Yeah. Um, you know, Ohio was founded back in 1802, um, but it's been around, you know, since before America was America, Ohio was a place. Yeah. And... You mean it didn't just poof, exist out of nowhere? <laughs> it should just poof away if I could have my way. Oh, uh, shit. I hate Ohio, man. Look at Ohio, she's coming for you. Go Bucks. Um... Go. Away. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're the only good team in Ohio. Keep them. They can send everybody else away. The oh, Browns, okay. send them back to Baltimore. Um, but one of the things in this town, I really wish I could remember what it's actually called, is it was rumored that it was a big witch town. Um, and not your, um, good witches, but your black magic practicing, sacrificing children, um, and husband type of witches. Um, and it was said in this town, if your door was painted red, you were a part of um Boston Boston Township. Township. Yes, yes. I was just I just found it. Yes, that's what it is. Okay. Anyways, um if your door was painted red. If the door was painted red and like you were like a part of like the coven or the that community or whatever okay. it was they called themselves. And if you drive through this area, like you'll see these old houses and obviously you know no one lives there anymore. They got yeah. you know, they're it's all like wooded area you know so there's forestry all over it but you can still go through and you can see these doors that obviously had been painted red and it is just like instant creepiness so i have a little bit of history but i think might explain the red doors okay so okay way back when they i can't remember what the legislation was exactly but there was stuff that was passed you could yeah go ahead is that what you're looking for? No, oh, nicotine. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, that was so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. That was oh, God. adorable. <laughs> She's taken, guys. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my, my audience is already very well aware. Kyle. My, my fantastic <laughs> husband. To be. To be. <laughs> so, um, there was some legislation that had been passed essentially allowing parks departments to buy back land. In order to create national parks. It had something to do with Roosevelt or whatever. I know that law. Oh, I don't remember what it's called. I know that law. I was just reading about it. Yes. And so, um, the, uh, Summit County, I can't remember if it was Summit County specifically or what, but, like, they allowed the city to buy the land back from the people forcibly in order to turn it 
into a national park. And I can't remember which national park it is referring to. Oh, it's it's familiar to me too. But um, so one I I'm pretty sure and like it's been a hot minute since I looked into this because like when you originally told me the story, I went back and researched it. Yeah. Um, but I think the doors were painted red on the houses of the people who were evicted. Interesting. I think funny story to go along with that okay um i was watching this i love the history channel guys <laughs> and it was i don't remember what what show it was um but it was rumored in Helltown. i don't know what years it was but they were trying to buy everything and take it into parks or whatever like make yeah, it into yeah, yeah. Like a park and they couldn't get people to like clear out people were like staying mm-hmm. and so they sent in um, these guys from the army. Did you hear my upstairs neighbor? Is that what that was? I think that's what that oh, was. Wow. Jesus. Somebody's about. mad. I know, right? Okay. He'll be okay. Um, and it was there was something going on. And so they sent in the military. And they had, like, cameras on them. Okay. Like, they were going through, like, filming all of it. I don't know if it was for, like research and development or if they were doing it to like proof that they were trying to like evict these people out of here mm. um but like the these guys and of course like it was all like acting but it was kind of like a movie i guess so kind of like the Blair witch project kind of yeah yeah so it was made to look as if it was canon but it wasn't necessarily it, canon right exactly. gotcha okay um and the the rumor was that like these people were like getting like attacked and so every time they sent someone in these people kept dying and they can't get all these people out so they sent the military in and it goes through this whole thing and like they're going through all these buildings and all the houses making sure people are out and they keep finding um like these ritualistic sites um like like heavy duty black magic like, stuff that you wouldn't even look at. Like animal remains and shit. And, like, bones and, like, uh, curse bags and, like, all this stuff in these certain houses that had the red doors. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll find, because I think it was, like, on YouTube or so. I'll have to find it so you can watch it. Okay. And, um, and, like, these people were, like, praying to whatever to have like prosperity in their land and it turns out it goes back to like the late 17 early 1800s when of course um a preacher moves his family to this town god damn it christianity and um he uh like moves his family there and he finds these stone markers that basically kind of line out a border and now of course as we know most of ohio at that point in time was native land yes there was native americans many 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 of tribes that lived in ohio yeah um and native americans like they have different deities and you know people that they pray to for this and for this and for this yeah it's um it's somewhat similar to i think like greek 
like the Greek pantheon, there's a different god for everything. Basically, yeah, in a way like that, yeah. In order to, like, and that's a very generalized simplification. But yes, yeah. they had different gods to pray to for different aspects and different uh, outcomes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And so this guy, this preacher, he couldn't get his crops to grow. He couldn't get enough water. The wells were drying up. Um, when he did get crops, they, they grew dead. Like, there was, there's no life on this land. And he ended up finding out, like, you know, the natives, like, how they had all this prosperity was these stone markers were for this being that they gave sacrifices to. And it gave them no. wealth. No. Yeah. I really wish I could remember what tribe it was. Because it wasn't, like, your typical... Mingo. Yes, that's what it was. The Mingo tribe. I don't know how the hell I pulled that up so quickly, but I did. So, uh, per Helton, Ohio's wiki page, the village had originally been settled by Native Americans of the Mingo, which was a tribe belonging to the Eastern Aglaquinian group. Sounds right. Yes. The Mingo abandoned that area in 1755, and the landscape was refounded in the 1770s. Interesting. Originally named Cleartown, but because of the clear stream that ran nearby. Interesting. The inter- but the then stream. they found the German word for clear was hell. They renamed the village Helltown. And that is where it gets its name, Helltown. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Good to know. Which is funny because the German word for... The German word, like... To say hell is actually bright. That's really weird. Yes. Hmm. So I don't know which translation they're using or what, but in my... It is Wikipedia. Yeah. In my understanding of the German language, hell means bright. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, talk about casual. Um but yeah, so he was like making these offerings, sacrificing animals, would like take them and tie them up. The priest? Yes. Oh. And um, so he would like leave this goat or whatever tied up. The thing would come get it and he would have prosperity and he would do this however so often. Um, but like the deal was he couldn't go beyond these markers. It was like this thing's territory. Come the end of the show, you find out this thing is supposedly a wendigo yep a skinwalker uh-huh i actually have some research to sit down with kyle and do a, an episode with kyle about that yeah it's it, i mean <sighs> it's, it's really interesting like those those creatures like and yeah um and then come turn around back to when you know they go to Helltown and they're trying to turn it into all these state parks and everything which i don't believe there's a state park there right now um not in all of the areas anyways and um these guys like on camera and like they show like the legit video feed from when this actually happened and they walk out into these woods and they see the markers and they go past the markers and as they go out into the woods there was a goat tied up to the tree the people in this town were still doing this and that's why they had like and they they extended beyond they had like the witchcraft involved and casting spells and having seances and 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 there was no 
positivity. There was no light to anything they were doing. You know, it was all very black, very dark. Well, in my understanding of a Wendigo, um, Wendigos were originally people. Not only were they people, but they were uh, tribal shaman, like doctors and magic workers who reached a level of their magic that they then were able to turn it and use it on themselves to make them immortal, essentially. But that comes at a price, and it tends to disfigure and change the core being of a human and turn it into this thing. Yeah. And so with us living so close to native land, there's stories here in, in Arizona of seeing these long-legged, pale, ghastly creatures with limbs of animals or, like, antlers or, like, like deer skull masks, and they, like, creep through the desert. And, like... Ooh. I can't remember, because I want to say Wendigos and Skinwalkers are two completely separate things. And I want to say, like, the Wendigos, if they see that you see them, it gives them right to you. Over you, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Skinwalkers are the ones that are out there in the forests, and they mimic and so you'll be walking and you will hear someone call your name in a voice that you know. Yeah. Even though that person isn't out there, even though you know that person isn't out there. So, like, let's say you, you know, your mom is here in Arizona and you go out there into, you know, Colorado or Ohio or whatever. They'll call you in her voice and say, hey, help me. I'm over here. I need your help. Yeah. So that you will respond. And you go over there and you're dead. And then they eat you. Yeah. Um, whereas doubling back to Wendigos, they'll whistle at you in the darkness to get you to turn to look at them. So, like, I'm, and again, I may be wrong. Uh, I've been living here my entire life and, like, growing up around these stories and growing up around this Native American culture secondhand. Yeah. So it's always been stuff that you've learned. It's always been stuff that you hear in school. It's always been those those are the stories that kids during summer camp tell here. I don't know yeah. about any other parts of the of the United States or what, but Yeah. That's yeah, I mean, the stuff that's... that I was raised to fear. Yeah. Well yeah, that's that's superstition. Um But I mean, yeah. So it was just like one of those weird things and it was weird because I watched the film Shortly after, I think, like, the first time, like, you and I talked about it. Oh, yeah. Um, And so, like, it was weird. So I was like, oh, Helltown, Ohio. Like, I got to watch that, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I didn't even know any of that. You know, I didn't know that they were, like, still sacrificing to the Wendigo or whatever it actually was. Which is funny because, like, I was looking for that story because I knew, like, we had talked about it again afterwards. And I couldn't find that. But what I did find was a bunch of superstitions about why they were trying to get people off that land mm -hmm. and so like oh the military like they they covered that right up the the footage is is locked and like the person that in the the show that like they interview like throughout it when it like jumps back to like real life you know yeah um they don't show his face like it's they they don't say his name you know it's he's coming here under the mill, you know, the government will kill him 
if he finds out that he's talking about this. Weird. And they were trying to get them off that land because of all the weird shit that was happening. There, um, in the stuff that I was able to find, there were theories of, like, toxic waste spillage in that river. Mm-hmm. Well, the Cuyahoga River did catch on fire in the 80s. Cuyahoga? The Cuyahoga River, yeah. I don't know I if I think Cuyahoga there. State Park is what it was called. Yeah, the Cuyahoga River, I think it was, like, late 80s, early 90s, uh, caught on fire. I mean, you know, Akron is rubber. Yeah. And so it, it combusted. Like, it just caught on fire all by itself. And that was, that was the same river that uh, two of my wonderful friends decided they were going to drink the water, and yes, they got dysentery the next day. Can you hear, like, creaking? A little bit, yeah. I Is feel it like... you on this? Okay. It might be. No, like, I'm, because, like, the yeah. cat that would be running back and forth is sitting right here in my lap, so I'm trying to figure out what those noises are. Yeah, I, I think I keep bumping this. That that's that's possible. Yeah. Well, it doesn't sound the same. Oh, well, whatever. Anyways, um, but yeah, so, like, very creepy place. Um, that's so weird. I never knew that, like, all this would, like, correlate together. <gasps> it was meant to be. <laughs> um, and so a friend of mine um, and I were driving through. <gasps> I fucking love this story. <laughs> so we were driving through. And this is the first time I had, like, ever been into this area, okay? And, I mean, there's – if you go into Ohio, there's quite a few areas that are out in, like, the boonies, okay? Yeah. Um, if you get cell phone service or if you get, like, radio service, like, you're lucky. So you keep going. You're driving down this road. It starts to hit a heavy wooded area and full-blown radio, not CD or nothing radio. Keep going. It's playing music, and it's just instantly static. Like, you cross, like, a barrier and just instant static. And we're driving further. I was like, that's kind of creepy, you know, like for it to just like go out just like that. You know, it's like you hit like a, like a EMF or whatever they're called where it stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And so we get further down. And that's why I start noticing like the old houses. There's a red door. And like, that's when like she told me about like the red doors and everything. Yeah. And then as we keep going, keep driving, the radio comes back on instantly. Highway to hell. Oh, I'm on the highway to hell. Um, so needless to say, we sped up to about 75 miles an hour, got the fuck out of there. Um, it was just like, and it was like you didn't feel anything until that song came on, and then it was just instant, like you were crowded. You know, like you were in like a tiny little closet with 35 huge ass people in there with you. And, and they're all sweaty and they all stink. And they're all sweaty and they're all stink and they're naked. Yeah. Right. That's how bad it was. Um, and it was just like, man, it was like the weirdest thing ever. And I had never been here. I had never even like heard of this place. Like this wasn't my area of Ohio, you know? And weirdest freaking thing, man. And that's when like, you know, she told me all about the red doors and like the witchcraft and you know, everything like that. And come to find out all this other stuff, they were sacrificing freaking animals to win Goats, yeah. and you know, having, like, just trying to make, to live off of the land. And it makes you wonder how much of Ohio was created because of whatever type of, not conspiracy theory, but, like... Spiritual forces? Superstitions, yeah, yeah. Superstition. Well, like, the world was built on superstition. Look at Christianity. I mean, yeah, yeah. Look at any major, like, religion... I mean, all of them are. I mean, it's all superstition. superstition. It is. 
I mean, it's all a belief system. That's all that it is. And that's all superstition is. Yeah, yeah. That's why I mean, like, if you believe in something, that's what makes it real to you. You know, it's it. it I think that's one of my favorite theories. Is just like collective belief is what brings things into the universe. Mm -hmm. Things Mm -hmm. such as a scary creature in the forest that demands goat sacrifices so that you can grow things on your own land. Right. If everyone believes in that, oh, now it exists. I mean, you you can speak things into existence. Oh, 100%. 100%. Negative or positive. Absolutely. Yeah. Ohio's a creepy place, guys. There's a lot of creepy things there. Um, Mansfield Reformatory, um, which they actually filmed part of uh, Shawshank Redemption there. Um, It's obviously, like, it's an old uh, prison. Um, So... Sorry, Reformatory. So, my... uh, my fiance's uncle was there when they were filming it. Really? That yes. is so cool. <laughs> I went through a haunted house there one time. And let me tell you, the haunted house was not scary. But the creepy old prisoners sitting in the corner of the cells, that was creepy. And I mean, they were not actors. Um, the I went through with, it was me, my mom, and, like, a couple of friends, one of my mom's friends, my mom's friends' kids. Like, there was a bunch of us, and half of them couldn't even go through because they got scared at the very beginning. And, like, when you go into, you go up these stairs, long, tall-ass stairs, and you start at the top, and it's dark. Like, there's just flashlights, and it's nothing but prison cells, 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 cells. There's no bed in, beds in these cells. Like, there was nothing, and there's completely empty. You could still see, like the markings on the wall from people like it was legit like and the things that like happened in Shawshank they happened in that place you know like all the the way that the prisoners were treated happened in that place you know of course I mean that story no one broke out of it um it's a great movie (laughs) you guys should watch it Shawshank if you haven't seen Shawshank Redemption you have to watch it don't look at me um You've never seen it? No. What? No. What? I'm not a movie person. It's got Morgan Freeman. I do not have the attention span. You would love it. For a fucking movie. Great, great movie. Red's the only guilty man in Shawshank. Um, (laughs) Y'all get that. Um, She won't because she's never seen it. But yeah, so like, I mean, Mansfield Reformatory, you can actually, it's a pretty penny, but you can pay to stay the night there. Ooh. Um, and it's something that, like a lot of people like. I mean, you have to get like a year in advance to stay there. Okay. And and they still do the haunted house every year. And I mean, it's really cool to go and see. Like, there's a lot of history there. Yeah. But there's a lot of creepy stuff that's been happening in Ohio for a long time. You know, Ohio was a big uh, underground railroad. Yes. Um, they went through Ohio, um, like the positive side of the underground railroad, like helping people. Um. But, and there's still, like, trails for the Underground Railroad. When I was in sixth grade, um, we did camp for three days. And they took us, and it's actually, I mean, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. They led us through, and it was, like, the same path that the Underground Railroad took. And they led us through it like we were slaves. We had to hide in chicken coops. And we had to put cayenne pepper on us to get the dog scent away. Yeah, cayenne pepper, it'll turn away a dog scent. Like, it'll, it'll turn your scent away from a dog. So they won't be able to track you. Whoa. Yeah, we had to, like, leave markers so that, like, we could find our way back. Because we had to take another way around to lose them. And you go through, like, this whole thing. It was, like, a couple hours. And they treated you like slaves because you got caught at one point. And they, I mean, we were sixth grade. 
and they treated you like slaves. I don't like that. Yeah, and I mean, just that place in general. Uh, like, that's a, a, an amazing, like, education tool, but holy fuck, that's a, that's intense for a sixth grader. I mean, yeah, I mean, but, like, and it was, and you, we did, like, little archaeological digs, and, like, we legit, like, found things, like, arrowheads and all these other things. It was that's very so native cool. land. Um, what was that place? Mohican? I think it was Mohican, maybe? I don't remember. That was a long-ass time ago. Um... But, I mean, places like that, and, like, I mean, you could, like, feel it there. You know, I, mean, I remember even in sixth grade, like, it felt so real. You know, and not because of, like, the way they were treating us or, like, how well they acted, but, like, it, it felt like we were there. Like, there was these slaves with us. You know, like, you could feel that, like, it was either freedom or death for them at that point. That's scary. You know? And that is something that's, something that, you know, it's very, very scary. Oh, yeah. And, you know, just to think about those things. And, I mean, there's just, there's so many creepy places in Ohio. Like, Marilyn Manson's parents lived down the road from me. That was creepy. Um, so, Kyle's grandfather is a plumber in Ohio. And he plum He was, like, the plumber for Jeffrey Dahmer's parents. Really? Yes. I've never been to his house, but, like, um, you can go see his house. It's like people go see Jeffrey Dahmer's house. And then they go see the Christmas Story house in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Positive, negative. Um... But yeah, like, I mean, that'd be something I've heard it's really creepy to look at, though. I mean, like, you think about all the things that, like, Jeffrey Dahmer did, and, like, that's where his parents, like, three grew up, you know? Yeah. This is, this is where he became a psychopath, you know? And, yeah, there's a lot of creepy things, creepy things in there. Yeah. My mother-in-law's cousin? No. She... It was like her her friend's aunt or something like that. Some kind of slightly convoluted thing was friends with Bundy. That's and they weird. had like dinner parties with him and his girlfriend and shit. I wonder what they ate. I mean, Bundy was chewing on some nipples. I don't know what everybody else was. <laughs> some nice uh, crispy nips you got there. Look. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Good old, good old Ohio. Yeah, Molly Star. It's a beautiful park, guys. Don't break into it. Please don't, don't climb the fence. Please don't get it's, hurt. If it was not worth it. If it wasn't safe back in two thousand and eight, it ain't safe now. Most definitely not. Especially, I mean, they did go through and have an asbestos removal, like I in two thousand and nine. I don't know if they went into the 10. tunnel. I mean, it was like covered. Like, it was, I mean, you couldn't, you could barely see in front of you. There was so much flying through the air. Yeah. I mean, think about how moist Ohio is. It's <laughs> moist. <laughs> moist. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> and I mean, like, so think about those tunnels and how much moisture was under that ground. That's like, true. Ohio is the place where you don't have to water your flowers because the, wa- wa- the, so, the ground's so wet, you know? Yeah. Like, so, Okay. I went out to Ohio to kind of meet Kyle's family and everything back when we were a bit younger, and I don't remember who it was, but, like, back in Ohio, like, you don't have a hobby, you smoke. Like, there's... (laughs) Yeah, basically. And so, um, everybody has these big old pretty back porches, and everybody smokes, and that's what they do. They sit on their porches, they smoke, and they talk shit. Um, I'm down with the porch sitting and that shit talking, but the smoking, like, I could leave, that's fine. Um... But I remember distinctly, somebody flicked a cigarette out into the yard, and I got up, and I walked out, and I stomped it out, and they came back, and I sat back down, and everyone looked at me like I was a fucking dumbass. They're like, 
what's wrong with you, child? And I'm like, you have to stomp it out, otherwise it's going to catch on fire. And they're like, child, no. <laughs> and I was like, but, like the, it's 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 an it's like it's gonna catch back on fire. Like I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like no. The, no, like it's no. gonna catch on fire. And they were like, child, no. Like they just kept calling me child. <laughs> and so I had to like Kyle couldn't stop laughing, and then he had to explain. Well, you see, where she's from, she doesn't get grass. She gets dead weeds and the dead weeds will catch on fire and then so will half the state. <laughs> Which is actually half the state is on fire right now. 77 is closed because oh, there's yeah. another fire over there. Yeah. No. It's all that. That's craziness. Yeah, no, in Ohio, like, you don't... No, it's so humid. It's like you're just standing there and you feel like you're in a shower. It's well, so then, like, humid. last year we had the Bighorn Fire... Yeah. And then the fire up in California, which was so big that we could see it from Tucson. Yeah. Like, you could see the orange on the horizon. But yeah, guys, all in all, Molly Stark, creepy, Ohio, sucks. Watch Shawshank Redemption. That's all you need to know today. Go do your homework. Go do your homework. And, then don't, <laughs> and don't break into abandoned places that you can die. At least wear a mask and some, like, pads or something. Side, are real. side note, my aunt has all the equipment to do ghost hunting. My nice. my one aunt who lives in California. Mm-hmm. And when they come down for my wedding, I'm going to ask them to bring down their ghost hunting equipment. Let's do it. Exactly. I'm down. I'm down. I know you are. You're right so or die. Down. So down. <laughs> so, so down. I'm very I'm very strong-willed, so ain't nothing going to get me. I'm good. You're funny. I'm good. You're funny. We'll see. That'd be so much fun though. Dude. Yeah. So uh, Teresa, talking to you, boo. We gotta figure it out. I don't know where we're gonna go, but we have to go ghost hunting. I have to do this before. I'm sure we can find a creepy-ass place in Arizona. Probably. Didn't they close Tombstone? They did. No, no, no. They closed, closed, um, Old Tucson. Old Tucson. Dude, I feel like even just sitting in the parking lot of that area, you're gonna get some shit. I mean, they filmed a lot of movies there. And That's I'm pretty sure time. someone died while they were... Fil- I've only been there once since I moved, child. I went there once, like, the first couple weeks we were here. And then I ended. don't go there for Old Tucson. I go there for Nightfall. I've heard that was really cool. Nightfall's okay. Um, if you, like... If you're still willing to pay the price, just just go to just go to Slaughterhouse. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, have you ever heard the story behind why Slaughterhouse is actually haunted? Uh, I've never been to Slaughter. I've never been to a in Arizona one. In Arizona, well, one, Ohio's no. allowed to grab you. Um, Ohio has the most haunted houses and has the, the best, best haunted, haunted houses. houses. So yeah, going from Ohio to Arizona, you're not going to find anything here yeah. that you actually like. I mean, if you, if you if you haven't been to the Seven Floors of Hell, go because yes, they will push you out of the top. Kyle's mom was like one of those people. Who really? does that kind of shit? His grandmother? Oh my god, that woman. So, like, one of the first times I actually ever, like, really met her. Like, I met her that evening when we got into town. But then, like, we ate, we went to bed, no big deal. 8 a.m. the next morning, we get up for breakfast. And she's sitting there at the kitchen table watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. And like she doesn't giggle, she just like cackles, like it's a she creepy. Oh my god, I, 
so wonderful motherfucking woman. I miss her so much. But, like, she would just be like, she didn't, like, it wasn't quite a laugh. It wasn't quite a cackle. But she'd be like, <laughs> like, she had this, and it's not quite a pig squeal. I don't do it. I don't do it justice. But she had this little, like, like. Like pig squeal laugh. I don't know how else to say it. School school girl laugh, kind of. But like she'd be like re is the sound it would like she would make. No, no, okay. I don't know, but she was funny, and she was just sitting there laughing. She's like, "I told you not to go in there, you dumb." (laughs) Sounds like me watching those movies. So. I love all things creepy and macabre and scary. I will sit down and happily listen to stories about people getting murdered or, like, research things like the fucking Wendigos. No problem. I cannot watch scary movies. So you're not so you're not going to watch the, uh, uh, no. the new movie? The new, uh, oh, God, what is it called? Why am I blanking on it? I don't know. You would love them. I love um, movies about possession. So like the really Conjuring House and everything? Conjuring, there you go. Well, the Conjuring, Annabelle, like, all these are legit stories, guys. Oh, I know. And it came from the, I can't remember what No, like, I are. love the legit stories behind them, but yeah. I can't watch the movies. Do, do they scare you, or is it just, like, not enough for you? <laughs> Ting. <laughs> I'm leaving my audio on because um, I'm waiting for an important phone call. She'll get it. I'll get it. Um, The country movies are great. Like, it's all about, like, possessed objects. Like, dude, like, I'm down for the actual stories, but for some reason, like, I think it just has to do with the fact that cinema makes unnecessary buildups. Fact. And then they rely on nothing but jump scares. And I just, I'm not a person who responds well to jump scares. I have a ghosty boy at work that I think followed me from 75. I don't doubt that. I know that motherfucker. I've seen that motherfucker. Okay, so what are your experiences with him then? So Um, Holly at one point in time has also worked overnights at a certain location. My original location that was definitely haunted. Well, I mean, even at your current location, I've seen things. Okay, tell me what you've seen. I have to know. So at 75, um, it was more so like lights um, in the coolers turning on. Yes, 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 yes. When, okay, so the only time these lights turn on is when you get at least a good five, six feet into the door. Yes. Like, you you can push open the door, and, like, the light won't even turn on. Mm-hmm. And it's a good, you know, three, two and a half foot swinging door. Yeah. And uh, so, the like, light's coming on, cups shooting out, and not like your normal, oh, I overpacked it, and it's shooting out. I mean, a whole row of cups shooting out and the spring popping mm-hmm. for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm on the other side of the store. Um, the... The security monitors, like the ones outside, just like, you know, like a, almost like a smoke across it. Mm-hmm. Like as you're looking at it and like, it doesn't look like anything, but it like, it it feels like someone was like looking at your security camera, but there's, yeah. it's just like smoke. Um, and then at your current store, your current location, um, that's where I've actually seen the same figure twice. Um... But the figure I see is an older man. Okay. 
um, once saw in the security camera. Um, I don't remember which one it was, but it was the bottom left square on the right security camera. Okay. And, exactly and it was in the corner of it, and you just see, like, it was almost like they were, like, minimized. And, like, you could see from, like, like I don't know, like, the, the chest up, like, the abdomen up, I guess. And just him, and it was, like, eyes sunken in, like, wrinkly skin, like, older, couldn't see any hair, no clothes or nothing, just, like, staring. Like, I was just thinking about it. Mm. Um, and then this was, that was a separate night. And this was when still I was on all nights. Yeah. And a separate night, I was walking past the coolers. And before I got into the kitchen, oh. I see the light turn on. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, as I walk past, I glance over and the lights had went off. And on the, so the left swinging door where the window is, right there. I booked it, dude. No. I booked it. Like, I <gasps> ran so, so fast. And it was just, like, it was, like, the same the same figure. And, like, creepy things happen there all the time. Um, like, the ice cream cone holder randomly falling off. Oh, my God. Okay, so I have a story for you with that specific <laughs> thing. Ugh. Last week, it was all up in my business. And, like, I could just, like, it's almost like... I know someone's standing behind me. Yeah. I can feel it. I can feel the chills. But I look over, there's no one there. Yeah. And so I was standing in the kitchen area, and I was cleaning some of the equipment, and I stopped, and I was like, listen, bud, we got to have a talk. And as soon as I said that, full body fucking chills, arms standing up, like the hair on my arms standing up, like I couldn't, it was like weird. I didn't like it. And so I was like, okay, you need to understand something, dude. When I leave, you are not allowed to follow me. I know you followed me from that other location, and you're not allowed to do that. Like, I know we're chill with each other, but I don't understand your intentions, and I'm not about to welcome that into my life, so you need to, like, it needs to stop here. It's stopping at the door, and when I walk out of the store and I leave it as an employee, you are no longer allowed to follow me. You're no longer, like, you are not allowed to to be here. And then I finished that statement and I turned to walk out of the kitchen and the cones flew off, like hit the wall and then hit the ground. Just got chills. I've never had that. In the year and a half that I've worked at that store, I have never had that issue ever. Yeah. Not once. It's crazy. And so I sent a picture of that to... I didn't get the response until later, but I sent a picture to her. And then all night long, for the rest of the night, if if I was by myself, I could hear the sound of somebody running their hand up and down the chips. Very distinctly hear the sound of bags of chips rustling. And I was, like, stressing. <laughs> I was stressing the whole day. And then, so then, later on, not knowing this... I mentioned, like, uh, Nadia messaged me back, and she's like, what'd you do to piss off Ghosty Boy? And I told her that I told him he's not allowed to follow me if I leave the store. And she's like, why? Are you planning on leaving? And I was like, no, but, you know, you never know with this company, and I don't need him following me to another store, because I think he followed me from the other one. And um, I told her about the chips, and she's like, 
dude, every time I'm there, he does that all night long. That's part of the reason why he, like, frustrates me so much. Because it just puts me on edge. So I was like, oh, fuck. That's so creepy. You know, it's like when multiple people have the same experience. Well, like... not only did we both have the same experience, but she never told me that before it happened to me. Yeah. And it was never anything that I had an issue with until I told him to leave me the fuck alone. And as soon as I told him, he didn't like that. And you know what's really weird? I don't think he's left the coolers. So, like, all night last night, I felt like I was being watched through the coolers, but that was it. Like, I I know that feeling, too. Because, like, I, I do it to my trainees... And so, like, I have felt that, too. Like, you mm. walk past the doors, like, by the grills, and, like, the light turns on, and it, it, it feels like there is someone watching you. That's happened to me at 75, too. Yep. Cleaning the grills. Yep. I want to say, like, my first month there, I remember cleaning the grills, and that, that same kind of, it felt like someone, like, grabbed your shoulder. <sighs> and, like, you can see, like, okay, maybe it's just me because of my high blood, and I'm cleaning the grills. The other side of the glass, like, you can... If at the right angle, you can see behind you. Yes. And so I could see the light come on. And you know, sometimes, like, when you open one cooler door... They all close. Yeah, and, like, or they'll kind of, like, poop, poop, and, like, mm-hmm. close like that. It did that, but just the one behind me. And that's mm. when I could, like, mm. feel, like, someone, like, it, it felt just like how I bet my trainees feel when they know I'm watching them from the cooler. Mm-mm. And, like... Yeah. So, like, I have slightly debunked the cooler lights at that location specifically. The other one, no. But this one, the one I'm at currently, if you reach into the cooler far enough, like, to grab a product or something, the light will turn on. Hmm. But only in certain parts. So, like, if you're getting a case of water or, like, some, like... Probably because when you grab it, you push it out, the other one's back and to pull out. But, like, yeah. occasionally... Like, there's only, like, two or three spots where it's in just the right way you can get the light to turn on. So I try and pay attention when I'm noticing, okay, is the light turning on because somebody just grabbed something, or am I completely by myself in the store right now? Mm. 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 Yeah, Yeah, you just never know nowadays. No, last night my take-home cooler liked to light up a lot. Yeah. I was standing right next to the take-home door. Must have been drinking. Probably. <laughs> well, like, I was standing right there because I, the, I had the Zamboni and I was trying to clean the floor. Because there was a big old spot as if someone just, like, dumped half their drink out and just left it. <laughs> and so Probably. I was sitting there trying to scrub at it with the Zamboni and the light turned on. And I just stopped and I looked over. And right where I looked into, there wasn't any beer. So it was just straight shot into the cooler. I didn't see anything, but, like, it was, like, right there next to my head. Mm. So I was just like, mm-mm, mm so this was an unusually long episode, which is kind of good because I ended up missing posting an episode last week. That worked. Because yeah. scheduling just didn't work out. Um... So, if you want to hit us up with an email, tell us about your own personal ghosty stories. Yes. Email us at casualcasualtiespodcast at gmail.com. If you want to check out some show notes, see any weird pictures that we might be posting, 
go ahead and hit us up at casual underscore casualties podcast on Instagram. Insta. 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 Uh, yeah. Eventually. No, probably not actually. Sick. Eventually I might get a Twitter. No. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, Twitter's free. Whoa. <laughs> no. Whoa. That was not casual, guys. That was not casual. That was not casual. That, casual. that will probably not be in the show. <laughs> nope. So just like take out that part and yep. just leave the. It's easy because be you can see because that's where we got loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, children. It is time for Aunt Holly to go to bed. Yeah. yeah. She worked an overnight last night and she is tired. I'm very tired. My life is hard. Um, My knees hurt. Don't Don't do drugs. Wear condoms. Don't break into places that you shouldn't be. Yes, guys, again. Again, asbestos. If you are dumb enough to do that, at least wear a mask. But I'm not giving you permission. Nor are we telling you or recommending to do so. Just don't do it. Yes. Don't be stupid. Make good choices. Watch the videos of all the people who did not make good choices on the internet and live vicariously. Yes, listen to my stories, guys. Yes, do not do not do not go into places. No, don't do that. And as as we are aware, things will follow you. They will fucking follow your yes, ass. So don't yes, keep yes. don't don't keep trophies. Don't yeah, do it. Don't don't take stuff out of places that people have died. No matter how they've died. Doesn't matter. Don't don't take things. You know, like Don't be a little thief. Don't even take things from your nana. Like don't even do that either. Because like she won't be there too. Don't <laughs> do that. Just kidding. Keep things from your nana to remember her by. You good? That's all I got, folks. That's all, folks. <laughs> Jesus. No. Well, thank you for joining us on our casual crusade. We will hit you back next time. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs>